the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Like Bob on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Live. You've made a great decision today. You have. You've taken a step in the right direction. You've turned on Christian radio. You're looking for God to encourage you. You're looking to His Word to be a substance in your life that adds value and direction. You know, you're listening to Bob Bernie Live. My name is Doyle Jackson. I'm here with my wife, Jennifer Jackson. Hi. We are pastors here in Columbus in Central Ohio, and we're so glad you're listening. And today, it's our privilege to sit in for Bob. He had to be away. He's not quite himself. He's under the weather, but he's going to get better. He'll be back. We're asking you to pray for him. But right now, we want to talk about some good news out of Washington, D.C. You know, I think you ought to listen to Christian radio every day because you're going to find the way we need to approach what's going on in the world in which we live. Christian radio is designed to help you see what God is doing in the earth and to understand what's going on. And we have some good news in Washington. You probably haven't heard it. (laughs) I'll take some good news. (laughs) But this is the good news. So we have a group of lawmakers that are going to join together with some evangelical leaders in repentance. At the Museum of the Bible. That's right. I want to go, but it's sold out. How cool is that? Well, but we can go to the Museum of the Bible another day. But tomorrow, tomorrow is the Mm -hmm. event, and it starts at 7.30 a.m., and it goes till 1 p.m., okay, or at 1 p.m., uh, Eastern, okay? They are going to live stream it if you want to watch it. You can register there at, uh, let's see, wellverseworld.org. You can you can register for the live stream. That's right, but it's called the National Gathering for Prayer and Repentance. And, and I just want to really challenge you right now. Would you take the time to put it in your phone today? Would you put a reminder in? Maybe as you sit at your dinner table tonight, you'll pray for the event. Maybe as you sit at your dinner table tomorrow night with your family, you will pray for the lawmakers, pray that they will come to a really clear uh, repentance. So the House Speaker, Mike Johnson, Congresswoman Michelle Bachman, and Rabbi Jonathan Kahn will be among the several speakers and prayers at this meeting tomorrow. And you may know of these people. I think that it's important that we pray for them. I believe it's important. This is what they're saying they want to do, okay? They want prayers for repentance, number one, for personal sin, number two, for sin in the church, and number three, for America's sins, followed by praying for the nations. Now, if that doesn't encourage you, if that's not in the direction we should be going, I don't know where you want us to be going. We need to confess our sins, and we need to go before God. You know, Jim Garlow he was the, the pastor in California. He now is in Washington all the time helping encourage uh, prayer in our nation's capital. And Tony Perkins, the founder of the Family Research Council, they're, they're co-founders of this prayer event. And so you and I, we want to pray for Dr. Jim Garlow and for Tony Perkins. We want to pray for this. It's a really important event, 
And if you and I would just begin to imagine what God could do. And they're going to end their event with uh, Ohad Tal. He is the uh, a member of the Knesset in Israel. And at the end, they're going to give a, an update on the hostage situation and do a prayer for Israel as well. So that's that's an important connection there. I do. I think that so that we're in a season right now when everybody knows that we have an election coming up next November, okay? And and people are already getting tense about that. But what you and I want to do is we want to seek the Lord and we want to pray. So I'll, I'll tell you what we're doing at the church next door. Since I'm the pastor there, I've asked everyone in the church next door on the first Monday of every month this year in 2024 to take that as a time of fasting and prayer for our nation. And when I say fasting and prayer, I mean fasting that God would show us how we need to repent. You know, the scripture says, is this not the fast I've chosen, that the fast that breaks the bond of sin and wickedness, okay? So we fast to humble ourselves before God and to pray that the bond of sin and wickedness will be broken over our lives, and then, yes, of course, over our families and our nation. And so would you consider fasting the first Monday on breakfast and lunch that day, give up two meals, all right, and and ask God to move in a mighty way in our land. And then maybe you want to establish something in your family this week. So we're going to pray tomorrow, the 31st. We're going we're gonna to gather and pray. I know at the church next door, we have a worship night, a time of prayer and worship already scheduled Seven for tomorrow o'clock. night. Mm-hmm. And, and we're coming together to pray for our nation, to pray and, and seek God's face. It's an important thing that we do. You know, the simple definition of fasting is to abstain from food for a spiritual purpose. That's it's right. not a diet plan. This is to humble ourselves, to say, God, I'm going to skip this meal or many meals or multiple meals, but for the purpose of seeking your face. And I think that as we, as a family, as an individual, you should consider what is going to be your fasting schedule for the year. Sure, you're welcome to join the church next door on that first Monday of the month. But maybe, you know, the Wesley brothers, they used to fast, what, every Wednesday and Friday. Yes. So a, a fasting schedule, especially this year and especially now for our nation, and to begin to make a list, I think, in your journal in your quiet time, maybe a list that you put on the refrigerator if you have young children in the home or teenagers in the home and say, this is a list of what we are praying for our nation as a family. And then to put a routine with that, maybe the routine is the reminder of your on your phone that every day you pray this list. That's right. Or maybe it's over dinner. You you take turns around the table uh, praying over your list. Um, that's That's something to consider. So recently I was reading about America's founding and in uh, 1775. Okay. This is a year before the declaration of independence. They were meeting for the continental Congress and, and they came to the conclusion that they needed to fast and pray. And so they, they asked three, John Adams was one of them to write out a declaration, a proclamation for our fasting, for our sins and for prayer for our nation. And you have to understand at this time, we were still trying to work things out with King George as a nation, and they were they were writing things to King George to try to work this deal out, and, and we were beginning to have skirmishes. And so June 20th, 1775, 
they they declared a day of fasting and prayer in our nation. And this is our history to fast and pray that God would give us wisdom. And and we need this. We really need and and this is what we have to understand. Our founders, I know some people want you to believe that they were deist and that they didn't even believe in God at all, but our founders, uh, Thomas Jefferson declared multiple fast as governor and he he called the people to fasting and prayer and and Benjamin Franklin was one of the people that mentioned we need to fast and pray we need to really seek God's face at this time and so you and I need to do that right now so so to help us a little bit with this so so we know what the fasting is but what about the prayer what are some prayer points that you feel all of us should agree together in praying for our nation and and what should we pray well I think the first thing is we always start with ourselves Jesus said to get the plank out of your own eye before you get the speck out of somebody else's eye. So you always stop with humbling yourself before God and say, God, is there any sin in my life that I need to confess? And and if, if the Lord shows you that, then you need to become obedient and you have to confess that sin. Then you, you repent and, and you say, God, I'm not going to do that anymore. And you may need to make restitution to somebody in that process in some way. And then you begin to function differently, make a new habit, and you may have to change some things around about your life. Then the second thing we pray is we can confess the the corporate sins of our nation, the things that you know that our sin has been doing that's Mm. wrong, okay? And you confess those. That's what Daniel did. Daniel confessed the sin of Israel's rebellion against God. And that's what we do. And so we begin with ourselves, and then we work outward to our family, our community, and our nation. And that's what fasting is. That's why you take some time and say, God, I want to confess this. And then then you ask for God's blessing and for his peace to come in and to fill in where sin was to give us joy and forgiveness and new life. That's how you do it. And and what about protection? I mean, with our border so wide open, don't you feel every day? that we must pray, God protect us. Well, we have to pray about that. And we also, right now, we're questioning, are we going to go to war with Mm -hmm. Iran? Well, we're going to talk more about that when we come back, okay? We're going to go to another break now. But we want you to know this, God has the answers. We're going to start with prayer and fasting, and tomorrow is a special day of prayer and fasting with our congressmen and women. That's exciting. That is good news. Bob on Twitter at twitter.com slash Bob Bernie Live. This is Doyle Jackson. I'm here with my wife, Jennifer Jackson. We're in today for Bob Bernie, and we just want to encourage you today. We want to challenge you. Uh, you may not know who we are. Well, we both have radio programs here on WRFD. I have one that's called Your Next Step. And yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> Simply for Women. I hope you'll join me. Simply for Women, 3 o'clock every day. If not, go to jenniferjackson.com to learn more. That's right. We want to encourage you. We believe that it's really important that you and I have resources that will help us manage life today. And so we want to encourage you. We believe that Christian Radio 
is really important for our nation and for the world. We need the the freedom to express our faith and to be sharing in this way. So one of the big news items right now, the big question is, are we going to go to war with Iran? And I I think today uh, it was uh, the president was being interviewed and they were asking him, you know, and he said, yes. Okay, this is what the president said today. In an interview, he said, yes, I have a response. I've decided my response. Now, he hasn't told us exactly what that is. And some of you may be, what do you mean he's responding? Well, that's because three U.S. service people were killed. That's right, killed in a drone attack in Jordan, and dozens were injured. Okay, now there's a lot of discussion. Why? How could that get through our defenses and everything? And and there's stories about how they followed one of the U.S. drones back into the camp, and so they kind of hid under the shadow of one of our things. I don't know all those details, but this is what I do know. I know that uh, we are going to respond. The president says that. And what we want to do is you and I have to pray for that response because it's become clear that Iran was behind the attack. And we've had literally hundreds of these attacks mm-hmm. uh, on our military bases across the Middle East. 187, I think they said yes. it was the latest. The tally keeps growing. And and you and I, you know, we want to think about the servicemen and women that are serving, you know, Sergeant William Rivers, 46, of Carrollton, Georgia. He died. Sergeant Kennedy Sanders, 24, of Waycross, Georgia. And Sergeant Brianna Moffat, 23, of Savannah, Georgia. So they're all from Georgia. And, and they have lost their life. So you want to pray for their families, but you got to pray for their unit. You've got to pray for their team. And, and this is so important. And people ask me all the time, well, how do you pray in these times? Well, this is what I do. I get out Psalm 91. Yes, so, that's a daily. So Psalm 91 is the prayer that I have for people that are first responders, for your police, your firefighters, your EMTs in your community. And these, this is what I pray for our sheriff's department and for our military. So I pray for the people that I know in the Navy, the people that I know in the Army and the Air Force, the Marines. I try to cover all of it, and I pray Psalm 91. Let me just read you a few verses from Psalm 91, just so you will remember it, okay? Whoever dwells in the shelter of the Most High will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. Surely He will save you from the fowler's snare, from the deadly pestilence. See, God promises to cover us with His wings and care for them, and that's how you and I need to be praying. Now, at the same time, you and I feel all this confusion. Yeah, but shouldn't we hate the people of Iran? Well, I don't think that you and I are in agreement with the leadership of Iran and the decisions that they're making to create turmoil around the earth. But you and I do know that there is a long biblical history between Iran and God's people. Well, I have some good news about Iran, and I think this will warm all of our hearts. It is home to the world's fastest growing church. And up to an estimated one million are Christians. Isn't that phenomenal? Yep. A lot of these fellowships are underground, so you have to realize that. And they, they've worshipped in the Farsi language, but recently we have 12 new Bibles translations in all of their languages. And so the the amount of 
people who are coming to know the Lord. It's really incredible. And I love this quote. It's from one of the Bible translators. He says, translating the Bible is God's way not simply to save people, says Yashkin, a corpu exegete in training. He said, but this translating the Bible for the Iranian people is to the to the God to God's glory that they would return to him. It's for a humiliated minority peoples is who in his heart, when he's translating the Bible into their language, he wants to relieve them of that humiliation that they feel. What a powerful, uh, you know, it's powerful to me that people would give their lives to translate the Bible in a language that they can understand. That's right. I think that a lot of us in America we don't really understand what's going on in Iran. We've had a kind of a tumultuous relationship with Iran since the 1970s. Uh, you know, if, if you're old enough to remember when Jimmy Carter was president, you know that the trouble that we had there, that there was a transition in leadership. And, and we were actually part of the fault of that, okay? Our nation and the meetings we were having, it, it caused that to break down. And our relationship with Iran has been tumultuous since the 70s. And, and right now... Iran is behind a lot of what's taking place in Gaza. They've been funding that uh, terrorism there. And so there's a lot going on in this. And so we need to pray. And this is why I think it's important. You have to understand. You remember the story of Queen Esther? So so God rose her. He, He raised her up. He placed her in a leadership position. And you and I could be praying for a life altering transition in Iran and and our government. We need our president. Uh, to have wisdom about how he deals with this, and and we need him to really be on his A game right now. So he needs your prayers. I, I know that you may not agree with the current president, but he is the president, and we have to pray for him to have wisdom right now, and, and he could even have wisdom that's beyond him. He could do better than he has the ability to do with God's help, and that's why we pray for him. And this is what we can see. We know that God has a history there. It's, it's, it's more than likely one of the places that the wise men came to bless Jesus was from mm-hmm. Persia, okay? So Persia has a very strong connection to our biblical worldview. And so what you and I do is we go in our prayer closet and we say, okay, God, have you, are you calling me to be an intercessor for a breakthrough there? You know, Jennifer and I have had the privilege of meeting some of the pastors from Iran, some of these fastest growing churches. It is amazing what God is doing there. It is beautiful what God has been doing there for the past 20 years, and it's under threat. Their their lives are under threat. And so you need to pray for their protection. I think that's what's so inspiring about the Iranian pastors that we've met is that they have truly surrendered their lives to God. And they know whether I live, it's for Christ. If I, if I die, it's for Christ. And all of us, we've, we've really lived, lived under a cushion of America free America's freedom. And we need to ask ourselves that question at some point in our heart of hearts, would I be willing to die for Christ? We have to ask ourselves that. Yep. And we can do it. Hey, don't go anywhere. Stay with us. You're listening to Bob Bernie Live. This is Doyle and Jennifer Jackson in for Bob today. We want to encourage you. We want to challenge you. God has the answers for our world today. Three stars.
Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.